Conference muted. Okay. Everybody should be muted except for Julie. Say hi. Hello. Cody. Hello. Miss Richardson. I'm here. All right. Um, we'll see. Hopefully, if Mindy comes in, she'll uh, she'll ping. I'm on. Hey, you are. You put the speaker code in. There yeah. you are. All right. Let me label you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're all here, guys. Welcome to the Disney planning call. We had a an out uh, outcry for people who wanted us to do a planning call. We are by no means Disney employees, but we are probably the closest you'll get to Beachbody coaches being Disney experts. I know I personally yeah, have personally more money to house right? two years than uh, <laughs> I care to probably think about, and I know Julie, Cody, and Christina probably have too. Um, what, what I thought we would do tonight, guys, is we're going to introduce ourselves, um, who, who, who we are. Um, obviously, you know, the, the, the passion that we have behind Disney, I think we're all going to give a tip or two. And then we want to open it up to Q&A for you guys so you guys can actually ask the questions. Right now, your lines are muted just to keep the volume, um, volume um, a little bit lower. A little bit lower. But I'm hearing an echo. Um, we will definitely unmute the lines when it's time to do some Q&A so you guys can ask some questions. Uh, I'm Jeff Armbruster. Um, I qualified for the trip, and I can't wait to get there, to be honest with you. I usually go three or four times a year, and I've been going since I was, um, I guess, in my teen years. Go as a child. Go as a child, My teen years. Sometimes three or four times a year, and I've learned a lot of different I'm hearing a bad echo. You guys hearing that too? Yeah, you're just yeah, breaking out here. in and out a little bit. Okay. Um, maybe you guys, if you have mute on your own phones, just maybe mute while I'm talking just for a second, see if that maybe kills it for a sec. Um, I usually go three or four times a year. I know one of my fondest times was this past February, spending the one more Disney day with a good friend on the call here, Mindy Wender. I made 23 and a half of the 24 hours. Um, before I decided I, I had enough, but it was a it was a good time. So guys, th there's a lot of great tips that I know that um, the four of us are going to give you guys. But there's so there's some important things you guys need to understand about uh, Disney World and your planning, just so you guys can make the the most of this for your family and for yourselves. You know, the hard-earned trip you guys um, qualified for, you want to enjoy every second of it. I posted a few of these things, but for those that maybe haven't seen the, the page or are joining and not even being part of that Disney Coaches page yet, you will after tonight. The, the biggest tip and I can tell you guys to do when planning um, for your Disney trip is to make sure you guys get all your, I'm going to say, your dinner reservations, everything set prior to leaving if there's any major restaurants that you want to do. For those of you that don't know the restaurants, get yourself familiar with it. If you have an Android or a uh, iPhone, any, anywhere you can download some apps, whether it's on your iPad, iPhone, Android. There's, a, there's an app out there called WDW Dining. Okay? It's one of the best apps, I think, that I use for Disney World. It will get you familiar with all the restaurants on Disney's property. Disney World is twice the size of Manhattan. It is huge. It's not Disneyland. It's actually Disney World. It sits on enough acreage that would Manhattan would fit in it twice. So it is a definite um, city of its own. It's in Celebration, Florida. 
they have petitioned and worked it out with Florida that, that they're basically their own city. They have their own uh, construction crews that does the roads, their own fire department, their own police department. They are totally independent from the state of Florida. So it is a Disney World, literally. So there's lots of property, um, restaurants all over the place. So that app will give you an idea whether you're in the park or whether you're outside of the park at the, one of the restaurants or downtown Disney. It will show you all the different restaurants and all their menus. Then after you guys decide where you want to go, right in that handy app, there's a phone number, WDW Dining. I, I, I don't know what the number is off the top of my head, but it will allow you to call up and make all your dinner reservations. Do it now. Those restaurants fill up three to six months in advance. I was lucky enough to get every place that I wanted to go to. I made my reservations about 10 days ago, but I'm hearing from some people that some of the restaurants are already starting to fill up. So make sure that you get all your dinner reservations in there because once you do that, you can kind of set your schedule where you're going to be. The, uh, the other big tip, and then I'm going to turn it over to whoever wants to go next, is um, the, the, the parks have what's called extra magic hours. And I hope I'm not stealing anybody's thunder. But the extra magic hours are for the people who reside and patronize the Walt Disney World resorts whether you're staying at one of the value resorts all the way up to one of the exclusive, um, I'm going to call it the upper echelon resorts that we're staying at, the Yacht Club and Beach Club, anybody who stays at a Walt Disney World Resort is allowed extra time in the park, whether it's early in the morning or late at night. And nighttime is the best. They stay up to three hours after the park closes just for the resort guests. I know personally I, I, I look at that schedule, which you can see right now at um, you know, Walt Disney World's website, which we'll post all these links. I'll post a lot of this stuff in the page later on this evening or tomorrow. But you can actually, under, um, I think it's in the park tab or somewhere near the top of the page, you'll find the tab to, to see the park hours. You can go all the way into March, that look at that whole week of the 17th, and it's already got the schedule out for which days are open early, which days are open late. And those are obviously the, the, the best time, you know, for you to look at that and then start looking at your schedule and planning all your dining around those two things together. Now, there, there seems to be um, a consensus. Some people would agree, some people would disagree. It all depends on the time of year. But the days that the parks are open early and, and open late for us resort guests, sometimes the parks are busier those days um, because of the resort guests. So I know what some people do depending on the time of year. They go to a different park and they come back just for those, you know, those late magic hours at night if you have what's called a park hopper pass. And we'll go over what Park Hopper is and, and no expiration and all that and, and how you can get your tickets. I'm, I'm sure one of the other girls here will probably talk about that. If not, we'll, we'll cover it in a question. But those are the tips that I would say that I would give would be to get your dinner reservations in early. Um, download that app, WDW Dining, and look at all the different restaurants. Download the schedule. Figure out what days you want to be in, how many days you want to be in. You can buy a – Beachbody has given us um, special rates on tickets for up to eight days. You can get a 10-day ticket, but our group special rate for the tickets is only giving us up to eight days. Now, personally, I'm a season pass holder, so that's not going to matter to me, but a lot of you guys are looking at how many days you want to get, and the more days you play, the cheaper the tickets are. Days one and two, you pay just about full price, and then after that, days three through um, eight, we'll call it, because of the special ticket pricing we got, it's literally anywhere from 5 to $7 more a day. So days one and two, you pay almost full price. After that, 
It's just dollars to add additional days on to each person. So with that said, um, maybe I'll turn it over to either to Mindy, Julie, or Christina. Introduce yourself, give your tip, and we'll do some Q&A. All right, I can go next just in, just in case my kids start to interrupt me. And then go for it, Mindy. you got a quiet moment now. <laughs> okay, so um, my name is Mindy Wender. You guys, first of all, I just want to say thanks, Jeff, for organizing this call. And I know I could speak for everyone else who's on this call that's speaking today that this is just, it's like a joy for us to do this because we are just obsessed. We are addicted. We caught the magic. And if this is your first time going to Disney World, that's probably how you're going to feel next year after March. So um, first of all, congratulations for qualifying for the trip. That's amazing. This is like, in my opinion, the best trip we have been rewarded from Beachbody. So you're going to have a blast. So congratulations for qualifying for that. So I have two young kids, as some of you may know. Lane is four and Lily is just a baby. And like Jeff said, we um, spent more than just that one day, the, the day that it was open 24 hours, we spent a couple days at Disney together last year, or actually it was this year, and we had a blast together. But as he knows, Willie was only two months old. So you can do Disney with older kids. He has older kids, and I know Julie has um, older kids too, or just young children. It's fun for everyone, trust me. So, But my tips are obviously going to be geared more towards toddlers, Okay. So my tip number one would be to bring snacks and water inside the parks because now, I mean, Disney World's awesome and everything, and you may have a, maybe getting a meal plan or whatever, but you still do want to bring snacks and water at least for um, snacks for your kids. So Brad and I definitely do that because everything there is very expensive. So that's kind of like a money-saving tip for you. Um, pack that in your stroller or whatever. Now, moving on to that stroller tip, a side note on that, make sure you grab, especially if you have more than one children or child, you're going to want to get a stroller that's easy to, like, collapse, like a smaller, compact stroller. I just have, like, a double stroller that's easy to, it's, like, really super small. And the reason why is because with Disney, it's awesome. You get to take the transportation. The buses will take you everywhere. And, like, Jeff said, you're going to need the buses. It's not like walking distance. It's like two Manhattan. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, getting in and out of those buses, and sometimes those buses are really packed, you're going to want a smaller stroller that's easy to carry. And so um, that's one of my recommendations. We learned that the hard way. An app that I really like, so my tip number three, um, an app I really, really like is the, uh, WGW Lines. And I'm not sure if you absolutely have to or if it's just um, if to access all the information, but you do have to pay for like a yearly thing that I, I do because I go every year, but they do have tips on there that's available for free for everyone. Um, but why I like that app is it tells you which park is the best to visit that day based on lines and um, what's the worst park. And then it'll also tell you like if you have – small children, which rides you should hit first, and it gives you an order. So it's like go to Dumbo first, Buzz Light your second, plans the, whole, plans the whole thing out for you. And they give you like four options, but I always pick toddlers, so small children. And they give you four options of which um, plan you want to do. So um, for me, I always make sure I hit Magic Kingdom more than once. 
on my trip. It, it's seriously, especially now, you guys, the new Fantasyland is fully open. Um, I think it is already. I know partially open right now, but it'll be fully open by the time we get there for sure. And so it's even bigger now. So you're gonna you're gonna need more than one day there. So it's really cool this this app because it tells you which uh, rides to go on and it gives you a plan if you're planning on doing two days. So you don't have to try to cram everything into one day. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know what step I'm on or what tip I'm on, but number four, if you have small children, make sure you plan a break for lunch to go back to the hotel. Um, I always do this because it's it's very uh, it makes the second half of the day, especially if there's magic hours at the end of the day, um, it makes the second half of the day miserable if your kid is, like, crying and just not rested and whatever. So give yourself a break. Go back to the hotel, lay by the pool, have lunch, take a nap, um, or have them take a nap, I should say, and just relax for a couple hours and then plan on going back later, you know, a couple hours later, three hours later. Um, I learned that the hard way as well. Um, my last tip is that I recommend anyway, and I can post this in our Facebook group. They have, like, I get a Disney coupon in my inbox, like, seriously twice a week. So if you're not signed up for DisneyStore.com's um, newsletter, I recommend doing that. But a lot of times when I go on vacation, I have a bunch of nieces and nephews, and I feel horrible coming back without uh, something for them, especially when um, – it's Disney World. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to bring gifts back, or I do this, I don't know if you want to do this, or even buy gifts ahead of time to give to your kids while you're there so you don't have to pay full price, wait till you see a $25, uh, or I mean, should say 25% off coupon on DisneyStore.com. You can go and get Disney Authentic Park items at DisneyStore.com with 25% off and free shipping. And so you can just take those things along with you so you don't have to spend a ton of time, like, in the store picking out toys for your nephews and nieces or, what, or people back home or your child there that's going to go in the store and want 50 things. So that's just a way to get things a little bit cheaper and um, also a great way to get things and you don't have to pack them then on your way home because you can get them beforehand and then when you get back just hand them out. So those are my tips for now. So I guess I'll hand it over to Julie or whoever wants to go next. Sure, I'll go. This is Julie. Uh, hey, my name is Julie Boris. I am in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I echo everything that Mindy and Jess have just said. We, <laughs> I think we were more excited to talk on the call and share our love for Disney than maybe you guys are even to plan it because we just love talking about it and and sharing and thinking about it so much. And, um, yeah, thanks to Jeff for organizing it. I'm sure this won't be our last call. And, you know, you won't have to twist our arm very hard to um, do another call to talk about it a little more. I made my first trip to Disney World when I was about two and a half and have been going there ever since. So I think I come by my love of Disney very, very honestly. My girls love it. My family loves it. We just are Disney addicts and, and go as much and as often as we possibly can. Um, I have some tips for you from kind of all facets, things that I've learned going as a kid, things I've learned going as a um, couple with my husband when we were engaged, as a couple when we first got married with no kids, and then like Mindy's doing right now, we've been through the baby stage, and now my kids are 17, 
14 and a half, and 11 and a half. So we've been through all the stages, lots and lots of tips and tricks. And uh, I'll share a couple with you right now, and then we'll continue to share them all the way up through March. The first and biggest tip that I have for you is not so much factual, more theoretical. But the first tip is to remember, if this is your first trip to Disney World, it won't be your last trip to Disney World. I think that's so important to remember because Disney World is so amazing and it can be so overwhelming. And you really have to remember that even though this might be your first trip or it might be your kiddo's first trip, it won't be your last trip. And if you don't get everything knocked off your to-do list that you want to do this trip, you absolutely will get it done on your next trip. So just remember that as you're planning. You want to get and hit all those things that, that are high on your list, but if you don't get everything done, it's okay because you'll go back, I promise. My second tip is if you can get it before you enter the park, that'd be great. Otherwise, buy it at the hotel, buy it as soon as you get in the park. Get your children, each of them individually, an autograph book and stock up on Sharpie markers before you go. An autograph book for every kid because no one wants to share. Put their name in it. Probably put your address and your phone number in it because in case you leave it somewhere, you don't want those precious autographs to be lost. So an autograph book for every kiddo and then plenty of Sharpie markers, including a super fat one because Mickey Mouse only has four fingers and he can't hold a little Sharpie marker very well. So you need a fat one for some of the larger characters and you need a regular pen for the face characters like Belle or Cinderella. Autograph books, Sharpie pens, and a lot of them. Number three, plan now. Time invested now is time to relax later. The more you plan now, the less stressed you'll be, the more relaxed and the more fun you will have when you actually get to Walt Disney World because you'll have a plan. And there's nothing more frustrating than going to the park and being behind all those people who are opening the map for the first time going, what are we going to do today? You need to have a plan. Disney World is not like any other vacation, and I am so thankful for that. I think we all will be. It's the most magical vacation there is. But because it's not like any other vacation, it requires some planning. Please don't plan to sleep in if you are going to get to the parks and see anything. This is spring break. It is the high, high season. Those parks are going to get packed. Sleeping in is from when you come home. Sleeping in is not what happens at Disney World if you've got kiddos and they want to see some stuff at the park. You've got to be willing to get up and get there early. And you'll love that anyway because it will be so much cooler than it will be at noon. So you've got to get up and get there and, and see the amazing stuff that are at the parks and then come back, like Minnie said, and take that break. But plan now. Figure out your itinerary. Like Jeff said, make your dining reservations, and then you can relax a little bit more when you're there knowing you've got all that stuff done. And the fourth tip Again, it's a little more theoretical, but I think it's so important to having a great vacation. Just embrace the magic. I mean, I know I've said it, and I know these guys will, will say it again as well. This is like no other place on earth. And, and you can tell by the way we talk about it. We love it so much. You've got to embrace it. I mean, it is just the most magical place if you let it be. There's nothing more just no fun than being behind on a ride, the parent who's telling his kid, you know, those are an audio animatronics. Those aren't real animals. Yes, they are real animals when you're at Disney World. You've got to believe those are real animals. And yes, Tinkerbell is flying from the castle. Yes, all. Of, yes, that truly is Cinderella when you're there. Absolutely it is. Because when you're there, embrace the magic. And the more you do that, 
the more fun you will have, the more fun your kids will have, the more fun your kids will have watching you have fun. That is so much fun. So get on Dumbo, embrace those characters, get those autographs, take the pictures, and embrace the magic, and just have so much fun when you're there and know that you're definitely going back. Chris or Chris or um, Christina. Coach or Christina? Yep. Yeah, awesome. Wow, I am so pumped up. <laughs> this is fantastic, and I, I hope that you guys are, are hearing the passion in the voices of, of uh, everyone that spoke so far, and I, I couldn't agree more, and I've actually got five or six pages of notes just picking up some different ideas and reminding myself some of the things that, um, you know, we know to do as as frequent Disneyers, but sometimes we forget, oh, man, i got to make sure I, snack, I pack those snacks. But... Some of the things that I want to talk about are going to be time-saving and just frustration-saving. And the thing about Disney World is that there's lots and lots of people. Um, You're not the only one that's going to be there wanting to embrace the magic. And I have found over time that there's things you can do to save money, some of those that we've discussed, and then there's things you can do to save time. And and, and time and money are are huge assets when you're you're in Disney World. one of the things that I want to talk about is character dining. There are several restaurants throughout the park, throughout the res- uh, resorts that offer character dining. So so what you do is you make reservations, and, and you need to book those now, as Jeffrey was saying, but you make reservations, you go, and what they'll do is they'll come around the dining room. So you'll have the dining room set up like any regular restaurant except way better and the characters will come around to each table and greet the children and take pictures and they'll they will sign their autograph books for them and the wonderful and and just magical part of that is that your child will get a moment to to take in the character and you know, my, my youngest daughter, she's four now, and she still talks about the nickname that Ariel gave her when we were at one of the, the dinners. These dinners aren't much more expensive than going to a standard restaurant. They do take more of your time, but I will say that you'll get a bigger experience than the alternative, which the alternative is you want your children to see the characters just to stand in long lines in the parks. They have what they call like character meet and greets or depending on which park you're you're in, they have different little names for them where you can go see the characters. If you choose to go about it that way, there's usually a schedule in that park when you get your map or I'm sure there may even be a schedule online. I'm not positive since they move them pretty frequently. But there's a schedule in the park where you can go and see a specific character, Minnie or Mickey or or Ariel or, you know, whoever your child is into Buzz Lightyear or car, the um, the Cars characters, they have a special area for them now. And I mean, whoever they're into, they can go and see them. They're there during those specific times, but you're going to stand in line to see those characters. So I particularly love going to the character dining. So I highly recommend you checking into character dining. One of the other things that I love to do with my children is to see Fantasia. Fantasia is incredible. And I don't recommend it for tiny, tiny children because it's, it's 
it can be a little edgy. Um, there's a huge dragon and just it's Fantasia. So, you know, there's, there are some parts that can be scary for small children, but my daughter did great with it about three. So when I say small children, you know, babies, two-year-old type thing, you might want to keep away from. But um, Fantasia is a beautiful night show, but again, there's lots and lots of people. So to avoid that, in the MGM or Hollywood Studios park, they have a what they call event dining. And you can make this reservation online or over the, the dining line as well. But what it is is it's an event dining where you book a dinner, and with that dinner you get reserved seats for the Fantasia show. And so you can go and have dinner with your children, and then you can go into the reserved seating. Now there's a special fee for that. I think I think there may be and it may be a little bit more expensive. I'm not positive. It may not be. Um, you may just be paying for the dining and then having the reservation. But it's so much easier when you have little kids because the it can just get super crowded. And so if you're traveling with, with small children, I particularly like to have things like that set aside so I don't have to rush. I don't have to be sitting in the, the theater for hours upon hours with a seat. Um and then don't miss the parades. The parades are something that a lot of people will, you know, they'll kind of scuff off or they, they won't have time. But the parades are so amazing. And even if you just see one day parade and then the, um, the light parade at night, you don't want to miss the magic of the parades, especially if you're traveling with children. It's something that they would really, really enjoy. And then lastly, let's... Disney take care of your travel. If you're flying in, do not miss out on the Magic Express. It's super, super, super convenient. They pick you up from the airport. They take you to the resort. Then when you leave, they'll they'll take you from the resort back to the airport. There's no hassle with renting a car, or getting a taxi, or any drama involved in getting from the airport to uh, the resort. Let Magic Express do that for you. And and not have to worry, especially if you're traveling with children. And then um, one, actually, I have one last thing. If you're not traveling with children, a lot of us have children, and I, I know the Arm Brewsters are not traveling children this time, but if, if you're not, don't look at this trip as being something that's about the kids. It's not. Um, I know Julie was saying that she's traveled there several times without her little ones, and the magic at Disney is for anyone. It's not... It's not for children. It, I actually, my, I hope my kids can't hear me. I usually have more fun when I'm there alone as an adult with, you know, with my husband because you can just run and play and, I don't know, be silly, I guess. But it's it's an amazing experience. So you definitely want to open your heart and your mind to, you know, the fact that you're walking down Main Street and there's some guy up in the, the building blowing bubbles down on the crowd. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Just open your eyes when you get there and see around you and and don't miss it. So those are my tips. Yay. Awesome, awesome tips. Cody, saving the best for last. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. You know, I, I really enjoy hearing my um, – my fellow Disney fanatics uh, speak about Disney World, and I nodded my head at each and every one of their tips. Um, you know, again, with uh, Christina, you know, uh, 
Maximize your time. I mean, it's, it's so precious there because I know that you want to just get out everything you can. And, it, and it's not possible, like Julie said, you might not be able to get everything done because of the time of year that you're, that you're there. So, again, I would highly recommend researching what you want to do, find out what everybody in your family wants to do, and then just kind of plan out your day. One of the things that we didn't uh, touch base was about fast passes, and um, I'll, t I'll talk a little bit about that. You know, there are certain Disney attractions that have something called Fast Pass. And what it is is that you go to a ride and you insert your park ticket into a kiosk and it gives you a almost like a reservation time. It says, come back to ride Space Mountain between 1 and 3 o'clock. You know, that's just a vague time. But that allows you to go do something else while, you know, you've got this time reserved for that ride. So say you go to get your ticket, and so now it tells you to come back to Space Mountain. You show, see a show. You can go ride another ride. And any time between your, your reservation time, you can go back to that, uh, Space Mountain, show it to the, the attendant at the uh, entrance, and they're going to take you practically straight up to the ride. You know, you may have a smaller wait time of 15, 20 minutes, but that's better than standing in line for an hour like um, everybody else, and this is free. I mean, you don't have to pay anything more than your park ticket to do this, and so this, this is available to everyone. I do recommend if there's a ride that you really want to do that you go fast past that as soon as possible because they do sell out of them. I mean, they do give out of them, not sell out. They do give out of them. So things like Toy Story Mania, which is at Hollywood Studios, Hollywood Studios, you know, that's a very popular attraction, and they, they, that, might sell, that might give out faster. So if you know that you really want to do that and you want to free up your time, go to that attraction first. Get your fast pass. Know when you're going to ride that ride, and then go knock something else out, something close by. Um, there's not much more that I, you know, that I can touch base on that these guys haven't already done. Um, I, I agree with the character dining. I agree about you know setting up the time that even though your your lunch or dinner may be a little longer, you're going to get precious time with the characters. You're, you know, you're going to feel special. They're going to have like a little, um, even maybe a get up and dance along with them. And there's just things you don't get to do when you stand in line to see Mickey Mouse at his house because that's just going through. You know, you're just going through, you get a picture, and then you're out the door. But at the dinners, you know, there's just more interaction and there's a show and, you know, the food's really good. So um, that, and I agree with, um, you know, not blowing off the nighttime shows. They're spectacular. I mean, the fireworks, I know you're probably, you know, you might say, oh, they're just fireworks. Well, there are fireworks to music in front of a beautiful castle, and the magic's there, so you really don't want to blow those kind of things off. Um, again, I would, utilize, I would utilize the Fast Pass option for sure. And, um, you know, I've, my husband and I, Chris, we went to Disney, uh, Disney World the first time in 1998. I went as an adult. I never went as a child. And so, um, you know, it captured it for me. I remember sitting on Main Street the first time and just, you know, a tear went down my eye because I'd always wanted to go and now I was here. And, and so now with our own kids, we go as often as we can. You know, I don't care if it's Florida or California. You know, we go and we love Disney. And I really think that all you guys that are going for the first time will have a fantastic time too. Um, you know, don't overwhelm yourself. Research what you want to do and, and figure it out and just have a good time. Awesome, awesome, Cody. What I thought I would do next, guys, is um, just revisit a couple key topics that I wrote down some things for and have these guys give any input. 
that they think I may have missed. Um, one thing before I do that, though, that I know that we really didn't talk to um, too much is just the lay of the land a little bit. For those of you that have never been before, Disney World is so much different than Disneyland. Walt Disney's vision was to actually, you know, not be surrounded by the um, the, the blustering, you know, metropolitan McDonald's and all that stuff. He wanted to have his own world, so he secretly purchased all this land, you know, back in the 60s to do this. So what you have when this is all said and done is you have four theme parks, okay? You have, you know, when most people think of Disney World, they think of the park called Magic Kingdom. That is one of the parks, Magic Kingdom with the castle and all the different lands, Fantasyland, Adventureland, um, Tomorrowland. You know, that is the park that most people envision Disney World to be because that's what the image you, you have. There's also three other parks, which includes my favorite park of all four, and these, these – uh, Lovely ladies may disagree with me, but my favorite park, being a nerd, uh, a true nerd in every sense of the word, is Epcot. Um, Epcot is where I will be spending a lot of time. Um, it's actually my wife's favorite park, too. It's uh, technology 101, all different kinds of things that are um, you know, being tested out in the world. You can try them out in some of the interventions areas. They also have the coolest rides, in my opinion. You've got Soaring, uh, Test Track, Mission to Mars. You know, rides that are really featuring the latest in technology. Um, and then obviously the, the other great part about Epcot is you got the, the 11 lands, or what they call World Showcase in the back. You know, you start out in Mexico and you end up in Canada and go to nine different countries in between those two. And you can visit each country within just a matter of minutes. They're all, you know, the highlights of each major country. You've got Japan and England and France. Um, you know, uh, Germany, Italy, it's just America, uh, so many different countries back there, and they all feature cuisines from their own native homes, and generally all of the workers in those countries are from the countries that they, they are, that's where they live in. So Disney hires people from those countries to staff them. So it's really cool. It's a neat, um, neat park. Uh, the other two parks, Disney Hollywood Studios, you heard Christina talked about Fantasmic a little bit, the night show, Disney Hollywood Studios, where you get to, you know, ride the rides, Star Wars and Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror. It's like the Hollywood Park, um, the great movie ride, American Idol Experience, um, um, Indiana Jones stunt um, show and the, the lights camera action show in the back, lights motor action actually. So it's, uh, it's like the movie park. It's a great park. Um, Disney's Rock and Roller Coaster is a great ride. So that's, that's the third park. And then for the animal lovers, you've got Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is the largest park of the four, even though um, the majority of the area in Animal Kingdom is not for us to visit or walk on. It's, you know, um, housing for the animals at night and, and, and such. But it is the largest park just because of what they have to do to maintain that park. So Animal Kingdom is uh, where you get to see all the, the animals, do a safari. Great, great ride there called Expedition Everest, which uh, explores the Bigfoot or the Yeti theory. Um, there's some water rides there called Cali River Rapids. Uh, good time there. So Animal Kingdom is like riding the rides. You also have a couple water parks on, on Disney World's property. Um, Blizzard Beach. Um, and I'm forgetting the other one, guys. What's the name of it? Typhoon Lagoon. So you got those two parks um, for if you want to spend all day in a water park. They're incredibly, incredibly large. You can spend the whole day there. 
You can do everything from plummet a few hundred feet at um, Typhoon or uh, um, the the large slides there to just doing the Lazy River at Typhoon Lagoon. So you got you know two great water parks, and then for the shopping and restaurant lovers, and I'm going to really kind of call this. Uh, Fran Petoskey asked the question in regards to what is there to do, you know, at Disney World if you don't necessarily have any kids or adults. And I can't agree with, with Cody and Christina Moore and, and, and Julie, too. When I go there, guys, I feel like I'm five years old, okay? I mean, it's, it, it truly does make you feel like a kid. So, And you'll know what I mean by that when you're there. But, you know, if you definitely want to keep your, your big boy and big girl pants on and always, you know, look at yourself as an adult, Downtown Disney's got some, some awesome restaurants, awesome shopping. You know, it's Shopping 101. And I'm not just talking about Disney shopping. They have, you know, stores in there that you would find in most of the great malls around the world. Uh, you got Planet Hollywood. you got um, all different kinds of restaurants from Wolfgang Puck. Great cinemas. They just—they're going to be opening a brand new bowling alley, a two-story bowling alley here in the next several uh, weeks to a couple months. It'll be open by the time we get there. There's just a lot to do. There's Cirque du Soleil down there if you want to see a Cirque du Soleil show. House of Blues, um, the biggest Disney store that that I've seen. I think it might even rival the one at Disneyland, Cody. But the the World of Disney store is there. Um, Rainforest Cafe. There's just a lot to do, and there's shows. You know, and additional things to do around Walt Disney World property if you're, you know, not necessarily excited about the parks. And, you know, you do have to go to them and give them a shot. But, you know, if you're not excited about the parks, just relax, just relax. Obviously, we're staying at one of the nicest, if not the nicest. It, I think the only other one that rivals it is the Grand Floridian. But we're staying at the Yacht and Beach Club. There's going to be lots of great restaurants in there. It's got an enormous pool that stretches from both sides of the Beach and the Yacht Club. There's a beach there. You can rent um, speedboats in Bay Lake. You can go parasailing. There's two or three uh, PGA-certified golf courses there. you got the Wild World of Sports. If you have a sports fanatic in your family, you can go over there. You have the Disney Racetrack, which is a NASCAR-approved track, and they do the Richard Petty Experience there. You can actually ride laps around the Disney Racetrack, which is right next to Magic Kingdom. Um, there's just so much to do at Walt Disney World property if you don't want to go into the parks. There's just tons to do. I've had lots of friends and family go there, never set foot in a park, and just spend the whole week on property. And there's that much to do there. Um, you know, so those are some additional things if you're looking to do things outside of the parks. Cody touched on it. Fast passes. Fast passes are. Um, a must. What I will add to that, I just made a note, um, is that Disney World, if you guys have been to Disneyland before, Disneyland hasn't adopted the, the stricter policy yet that Disney World has to the Fast Passes. You used to be able to get a Fast Pass for a ride and come back any time during the day after you know, your, your come back to time said you could to ride, let's say, for instance, Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, Disneyland, you can still do that. You can come anytime. Even if you don't make your hour window, you can come back six hours later in, at Disneyland and get in the line. Disney World has enforced a policy now that um, they do want you to come back within your time allotted frame, which actually how should how the Fast Passes should work anyways. A lot of us park goers have, have gotten used to the fact that we could come back anytime, you know, kind of stockpiling them a little bit. 
and they don't allow that anymore. They will give you like a five-minute grace period, five to ten minutes to come back to the ride. Um, you know, if you are running a late because of a dinner reservation, if you come back five to ten, I've even seen them give give way to 15 minutes. But anything past that, you've just kind of forfeited that pass. So just keep in mind with the fast passes, they are now strictly enforcing the, the comeback time that's printed on your pass. Uh, Christina talked about it, the Disney Magical Express. Um, Definitely the way to go. You do not need to rent a car. If you plan on spending your whole time on Disney World property, you can save yourself a few hundred bucks and do not get a rental car. Disney World picks you up at Orlando International Airport, MCO Airport, takes you to the Yacht and Beach Club, and they pick you up at the last day of your trip and take you back to the airport. Do not need to get anything. It's all free included. As soon as Beachbody gives us our official um, reservation information. They, I think they're they're going to be sending that to us sometime in January. They will give you the number to go ahead and set up your own um, Disney Magical Express time. But until then, we got to wait um, for them to officially get us our reservations. We've we've all registered, but they're going to be sending us information specific to our reservations where you can go ahead and and set up your Disney um, Magical Express. Um, another another big, good tip that I wanted to give you guys was. Um, and Julie touched on this, and it's so important. You guys are at Disney World. You're at the number one tourist attraction in the world. Um, why in the world would you want to sleep in? Okay, you are there. Embrace the time that you are there because you are, you know, you're, we're getting a great trip from Beachbody, but normally, you know, obviously you're going to be spending some money in the park. Maximize your dollar. Get in there as soon as the park opens and stay if you can until the park closes. Mindy gave a great tip that, if you got family, you know, definitely can go back to the hotel for a while, catch a nap, and come back. But maximize your time. Get up early. Be there when the before the gates open so you can be, you know, in line for a ride right away. You can sleep when you get home, you know. You can sleep when you get home. Maximize your time in the parks because there's a lot to do, a lot to see. And although I agree that you probably will not be able to do everything inside of a week, um, you definitely can sure give it a shot. With all the, the, the <laughs> right, <laughs> we can give it a shot. Um, park hopper is something that I would advise doing if you don't have kids. Even if you do have kids and you got older kids, you know, there's I've got a lot of questions about should I do park hopper or not, or should I should I not? And obviously, you're going to get different opinions on that. First off, park hopper option is available to us as the discount tickets we're getting from Beachbody. They will ask you if you want park hopper option. All park hopper means is, is you can leave one park and go to a different one on the exact same day. You can hop around those four parks as much as possible. The water parks do not count. But you can go to the four parks as much as you want without any you know, penalty to your tickets, meaning they take additional day off you. Park hopper does just what it says it does. It allows you to go where you want. There's a theory out there that people, and I, I actually believe in this theory, Julie, and you know, I would love to hear Julie and Mindy's opinion on it, uh, Christina's opinion and Cody's too. But for me, um, Park Hopper works well at Disney World. I'm not talking about Disneyland here. It's a different story when you just can walk from each park. But Disney World doesn't work real well for small kids because the stroller situation, getting in and out of the buses, sometimes it can become more of a hassle. So I know when my kids were small, which they're not anymore, we didn't do park hopper because we just, you know, we just spent one day in the park um, and, and maximized that day. This this trip around, we are going kidless, cha-ching, and I'm very excited about that. I haven't done that in probably 10 or 11 years with my wife. 
So we're going kidless, and we are going to be park hopping to the maximum benefit. Um, it's going to be a, a, a staple in our day. So you just have to weigh the decision, and it's all, you know, there, there's nothing, there's no way to do Disney wrong. They have a saying at Disney. It's called magic your way. You're going to hear that a lot when you get your tickets from, from you know, the, the individuals that, the cast members that work at the parks. It truly is Disney your way. There's no wrong way to do it. All we're doing tonight is giving you guys some tips on the best things that we would recommend from our experience. But in the end, the planning you do, the things you do, is going to be the best for you and your family. Um, there are just uh, a few tips, you know, included in there. Anything I missed, guys? I actually have a couple things that I I thought about while you were talking. If, if, if I know, do we have a minute? Just a small minute. Um, over in one of the restaurants that you're going to find, or it's very, very difficult to get into, is the castle. They, and it's one that even booking this far out, it's difficult to find find a, a meal at the castle. So I wanted to share with you guys, there in Norway, in Epcot, there is a a, a very small Norwegian, Norwegian castle, but it has all of the princesses in it, and it has all, basically the same experience, except for, of course, the, the ambiance of being in Cinderella's castle, but you're going to get the same experience. So if you can't book at the at Cinderella's castle at the royal table, then you want to look at Akershaus, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, Akershaus Royal um, in Norway, Epcot. So that is one, is another is another, it's a great experience if you want to experience the princesses. For also sure. in, oh, go ahead. Yeah, you pronounce it right, Akershelf. Yay, awesome. Okay, and then in uh, Magic Kingdom, one more quick thing. One of the experiences that I would not want to ever miss for, for my, if, if you have a daughter, is the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. There's one in Magic Kingdom, and there's also one in downtown Disney in um, the world of Disney. Is you can get in, book that. What it is is it's a salon experience where they dress your daughter up to be the princess she's always dreamed of. They, you can even buy um, the princess dress there and the shoes and everything and just have her totally done up. And it, it's just a huge experience for a little girl if it's something that you want to dedicate the time to. In addition to that, they have over in um, – at Tomorrowland, Adventureland, they have it for the boys. They have where they'll do the pirates, and I apologize, I don't remember the name of that that one, but it's right next to um, Pirates of the Caribbean, where you can go over and have the boys done up as pirates. You remember, Jeff? Yep, the the Pirate League. The Pirate League, that's right. Anyway, so those are the two things I wanted to mention. But I hopefully we'll be able to do another one of these calls as, as the trip gets closer. Yep. Well, we're definitely going to do that. What I wanted to do now, guys, is I'm going to attempt to – we got 67 people on the line still, so I'm going to open up the lines, um, and I want to have you guys ask any questions. There are a couple there questions, are a couple questions. printed on the page that I will go over if we have any silence here, but um, I am going to mute the line so any of you guys can ask any questions that you got. Lines are open, guys. Are there any questions that you want to ask? Nothing. Okay, while we're waiting for you guys to drum up some courage, I'm going to ask, answer a couple of the questions that I see um, 
printed on here. Um, Fran already, she asked a question about, you know, if you're not a ride type person, what is there to do? I already covered that with a lot of the things at Downtown Disney. Within the parks, too, there's tons of things to do. I mentioned Epcot, all the countries in the back. Um, there's so many shows at Magic Kingdom. Epcot, or um, Animal Kingdom, obviously the animals, uh, you know, of the exhibits, the safari. There's just tons of things to do. Hollywood Studios, there's great shows as well. So there's a lots of things to do there if you're not into rides, um, Fran. Uh, Jessica asked about group rates. Um, I'm going to look that up here in a second, or maybe actually Christina or somebody, if you guys could go to the page itself um, for our coaches. I put a, a phone number in there that we call. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. I don't want to leave the page here with the questions. Are no, there. you stay there. I'll go look for it. Okay, cool. So I will get that phone number for you, Jessica. The, there is a, a, a number you can call directly for us for Beachbody that all you have to do is tell them that you're with the Beachbody group coming in March, and they will pull that up and go ahead and set up your park passes with Park Hopper, not Park Hopper, for the up to eight days. So that's that's what you would do there. Um, I don't know the answer to the question, Jessica, about child care for the events. I, I know that there is child care within um, some of the hotels, and I think there probably there, there actually is a whole area for our kids, you know, older kids right there at the Yacht Club. Um, I sent some information over to um, uh, a coach a few days ago in regards to that. But as far as Beachbody setting up childcare, I don't think they're probably going to do that based on other Success Club trips. There probably is some childcare options though within the Disney facility. Um, Carrie, asked I have a question, Jeff. Yeah. This Go for is Cindy it. Wonder, and hey. my question is, <laughs> when you're talking about planning and going to the DisneyParks.com website, and then you can pull up the calendar to see when the magic hours are, Yep. there is some days on March that just don't have any hours at all. What does that mean? Is I'm trying to pull it up at the same time you're saying that. You mean like there's no hours at all for any of the parks? It just, I'm on Magic Kingdom for, for, yeah, it's just usually, because I've done this before, of course, and usually it says park hours, 9 to 10, park on every single day, there's usually something on the, on the 20th of March, it has nothing in that box. My guess, Mindy, because I, I just pulled out my sheet that I printed off and it's got information for the 20th, my guess is that they're either changing something on us or they're re, redoing Something in that is it one specific park or all the parks? I'm sure it's on Magic, Magic Kingdom. Hours on the on the um, at Animal Kingdom on the 20th, um, and not at Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is the tr it looks like Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Is this yeah, is so this Christina? Yes, I'm sorry, I didn't identify myself. So I posted a link on our on that event page, and I'm looking at the calendar, but the only park I see is Animal Kingdom for ma extra magic hours for the 20th. Okay. I, I, I don't know if it's my computer, but are you seeing anything in the Magic Kingdom for the 20th? Because usually um, on, on the calendars, yeah, I, they have at least something. Yeah, there's nothing special other than just giving the hours um, for, for Magic Kingdom, which on the 20th is 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. So it, it does say it on your calendar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Are you by chance using Safari? Yeah, I'm in Safari. Yeah, Safari has tons of trouble with their website. I only use Firefox for Walt Disney World site. Perfect. Okay. 
good to know. Yep. Um, let me go back to the questions here. Uh, Christina did post the phone number. If you guys want to copy this down, this is for our own group tickets, uh, 407-939-4686. That is the Disney World group reservation line. Just tell them Beach Body Trip in March, and they will bring that up, and you get the special rate, which is actually about, for instance, like on, a, on an eight-day um, park hopper pass, you save like up to 50 bucks a ticket. So it's definitely worth giving it a shot. Um, I'm looking for some more questions here. Um, bear with me, guys. I'm not seeing anything that I may have missed. Some other ways that you, uh, the group rate that Beachbody gave us is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Some other ways that you might consider looking into for any kind of discounts is if you're military, active duty, or retired, or a Florida resident. They're really good to their Florida residents down, and it doesn't matter where you're at, but just Florida residents in, in general um, are some other ways to, and I posted a, a link on the page for special um, discounts. I, uh, I need to double check to make sure it's going through correctly. But um, yeah, there's there's all kinds of different ways to, to check into Disney special rates. And if you wanted to stay in the area longer, but for whatever reason you can't stay on the property, I don't recommend it because just the transportation on the property is phenomenal. But there's a lot of ways to stay in the area for very, very inexpensive. So if you wanted to stay, you know, a, an extra week or two weeks even, there's there's lots of ways around just saving money in general traveling to Walt Disney World. Yep, yep. Great tip. Um, th there's another question in here that I'm going to answer because it's, it's actually for those of you looking to, you know, save a little bit of money or, or be a little bit more economical with your trip. Um, Carrie asked about bringing your own food and drinks into Disney. And you are allowed to do that. Um, you will have your bag searched um, if you bring in anything as small as a camera bag up to like a diaper bag. You will be searched, but you are allowed to bring in um, food as far as sandwiches. Uh, you can bring in water. I, I brought in Powerade in the past. Um, never tried, to be honest with you, bringing in my own pop. Um, I don't know if you guys know the answer to that, but they have never stopped me from bringing in anything other than alcohol or glass. Not that I've ever tried to do that because I haven't tried to bring in alcohol, but glass containers they have confiscated before, like a glass container of a juice or something. But they do allow you to bring food in. There's several areas around there that you can sit and have your own dinner outside or inside. Um, obviously, um, you know, that's an option for you. Uh, got a lot of questions, too, and, I, guys, I have to drop for another call. I can leave it open here if Mindy and, and Julie and Cody and Christina want to take you home. But um, I got a lot of questions about the Disney dining plan. Um, it is not available to bundle in with our Beachbody trip. I've already inquired about that. The Disney dining plan allows you normally, under other circumstances, to purchase a package from Disney, which includes a room and a ticket, you know, a ticket into the park, you get a deeply discounted um, rate on your dining, and sometimes even throughout the year they offer free dining, depending on the time of year. You get to eat for free basically for your whole trip. 
um, depending on the time of year. But um, unfortunately, because Beachbody made our, our reservations and we're not paying any room rates, um, for the most part, we are not allowed to bundle that dining plan in there. So my suggestion would be what I'm doing is I'm using the Disney dollars that they're going to be giving to us on a Disney gift card and or Disney dollar format when we check in. We don't get those till we check in uh, and register at the beach club. We're not going to get them prior, but I am going to use that money to for all my meals for the whole week, which would, should be more than enough and for souvenirs. Did you already, buddy? So I would I would highly advise doing that if you're getting any Disney dollars from Beachbody and qualified for the trip. I'm sure you're going to get some form fashion of those. Uh, you can purchase your tickets beforehand on your own buck and use that money to to, to dine and for souvenirs. So um, guys, I have to drop, but I will let the lovely ladies take it home if they have any. Um, unless you, unless there's no questions. There's no questions. Yeah, I think, you know, what, Jeff, I think we should now up right now, and then, is, is there somebody asking a question? No, you're, you're just being echoed. Oh, okay. Um, I think we should close it up, because I have to hop off, too, unless you guys have other things to add, but I think we should do two of two of this call, if everyone wants it, we'll, we'll check, you guys can give the feedback in our Facebook group, that would be awesome. Um, so, is it Julie, is that cool with you guys, is everyone else cool with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Why don't you guys go ahead and put some feedback on the uh, the event page or the the group page that we have. Want to do a round two of this? Awesome, guys. I got to drop. Bye, everyone. Have a great night. Bye.